0: Hey, welcome back another day another vlog it's a Monday the power's out but here's why you have Zendua stuff I've got my little a3 here sorting that out it's running the phone that gives me my data and make sure my phone doesn't rock out uh, the aperture bulb the bulb that's that stores its own power so I've got that and I've got my loom cube to help here and then my little tree and stuff so Cool, just been out with the Mini 2, testing that. Had a little bit of a fault yesterday, but it's clear, it seemed to have cleared itself up. Come up with a gimbal calibration. Oh, sorry, a calibration, compass calibration in mid-flight, just intermittent on and off. Uh, never happened once today. So DJI support asked me to go and check it out, so I did that. Uh, yeah, no, nothing at all. So maybe just a once-off sort of thing. I just updated the firmware, so there was maybe something happened just when I was downloading into the Mavic, uh, into the Mini uh, 2, yeah, I'm not sure, but it uh, looks like it's all come good now. So that's that's that was a relief, so cool. Uh, big thunderstorm, heaps of lightning and uh, thunder around. So yeah, got the Mini down before all that rocked up and then obviously come back and no power, she's all good. So it's gonna get hot really quick. So we're gonna try and get through this. Good news is, finally finished the video. The weekend I spent every spare minute working on the video when I got back to my room. Uh, Late last night, got it rendered. It was tough. I tell you, it was super tough. You know how I said the photos was really, the photos were awesome and I had to go from like 400 plus to narrow it down to like 18. Um, Well, the same with the video I had, I think when I've dropped it all in the timeline and started going through and cutting it, even after initial edits, I think I had 49 minutes. So I was looking at two videos I just got the hatchet out and I said, right, i just got to cut this. It's got to be smaller. I can't do it. I think it's down to 28 minutes, um, but that's 28 good minutes. There's a lot of good stuff to see. So I did cut out some sort of, I guess, me waffling on a bit as I do and talking about other bits and pieces and uh, whatever products and stuff like that. So I sort of cut out that stuff and really concentrated hard on just getting the trimming it down as much as I could um, that I wanted to anyway. So... It is a longer video, 28 minutes, but it's got some lovely drone footage. Uh, It's got some just amazing spots. So definitely worth hanging around, even if you sort of watch it and then come back to it later, fit it in whenever you watch it over a couple of views. Watch it 10 times, that'll be good. (laughs) So after you've seen this show, which will go up, I'll upload this tonight. brenda's brenda falls it's going to be called uh it's ready to go i have just got to upload it um basically so i'm going to get the daily show out of the way the another day another vlog and then we'll go and then i'll upload that one and smash it up and then i can start on this week's video which is what we've all been waiting for south coast wa uh margaret river down to denmark to albany to esperance three weeks with my beautiful family uh can't wait to show you all the amazing footage and stuff i've got out of that so Super excited about getting to edit that stuff. Uh, There's a ton in there, so I can't wait. So, yeah, very, very excited. Can't wait to get into that and show you some of what's going down there. Radio. Tech news. There's a fair bit Friday, or Saturday for us, but Friday in the States. There's a fair bit happening, so I'm going to try and shoot through it all as I can. (laughs) So be be aware. Um, Porsche. Released an e-bike over Unbox Therapy. They were talking about it, or Lou Ladder. Uh, e-bikes are no nowhere by n- no means new or the latest thing. But Porsche is a big name. Uh, they're getting into it. They've done it, I've done. I think I've seen them do like bikes and things every now and again. You see a Porsche on it, or a computer, or a hard drive made by Porsche or designed by Porsche or something. Well, this is, looks like a pretty actually nice electric bike. It's definitely not. Cheap, it's definitely Porsche cost, uh, 10,700 US bucks. So it ain't going to be for the lighthearted, uh, pretty wild bit of uh, gear, but 85 newton meters of torque. It's reduced down to 25k speed limit. I'm sure there's some sort of button in there, depending on where you live, where you can up it at your own cost. Um, obviously, in Australia, 25k is the max speed limit for any electric bikes and scooters as well, which is just. It's not even, it's ridiculous. Any push bike can go over 25 k's an hour. So it's just stupid rule made by stupid people. And if if you've watched my boosted rev video, you know what I mean. It's some crazy rules out there. The same as the drone rules. Uh, Overkill because they want to protect against idiots. And unfortunately, those idiots give us all these stupid rules, which realistically shouldn't be there. And they're made by people that have no clue what they're talking about or don't even do it. Uh, and wreck it for everyone so it's a real shame so but look a beautiful looking bike uh, integrated batteries in it um, fully carbon fiber the money's definitely in it a full full uh, $10,000 bike so it's gonna be about ooh, 15 Australian so a lot of, lot of moolah but definitely worth checking out. <clears throat> um, Amazon's in a little bit of a hot water uh, Peak Design which is a very very good uh, photography company They've made a lot of good things. I use a lot of stuff. I've got their strap. Um, I've got their little tags that you hang on the camera that you can you put the strap on. Really, really good stuff. Some great boxes, some great bags. Well, one of their bags has been copied by Amazon, uh, allegedly. Um, it's obviously going through whatever battle they're trying to get sorted now, but it's the Everyday Sling. Um, it's been out for years for Peak Design. It's one of their early successes on Kickstarter. Excuse me. Um, and it did really well, and it's, and it's been a bit of a staple in the photography for just short day walks and stuff like that. Now, um, Amazon's just come out and made an Amazon Basics. It's got the same, basically exact same shape, it's just about the same tag on the sign with Basics written on the side. The zipper's just about the same. There's like some very minute differences, but if you looked at them side by side, you'd think one's just a Chinese copy, which is the Amazon one. It's just a Chinese crappy copy. Uh, the peak design one is a good one. That's 30 bucks US. The peak Design's is 120 or 130, but it's proper gear with all the proper stuff. So, now the problem is Amazon's got away with it. All they did there was change one word in the name and took everyday uh, basics sling out of it. Um, and apparently that's how they can get away with it. A little bit disappointing, but I, I thought it'd be good to mention because of patent rules. Um, I did some, some fishing tackle boxes a couple of years ago. I ended up not following through with the patent because, and that's what I wanted to explain to you. They can, these companies, if they're smart, they can get around you. Basically, once you get a patent, um, you apply for the process, that gives you two years. Uh, at the end of that two year period, if you're going to lodge it and file a patent in every country, uh, you have to do an individual country around the world. So there's 186 countries. So you've got to pay, and I think it's $1,200 per country. And that only lasts, I think, two to five years. And you've got to repay for it. So if you want to block people, like, say, China, so you can block China, you can block the US, you can block uh, Mexico the, around your country, that's fine. But if, then if you haven't blocked Australia, I can come and make it in Australia, and there's nothing you can do. I can steal your design and copy it, make it, say, made in Australia, sell it internationally, and it's exactly the same as yours, and there's nothing you can do about it because I've got the patent here. Or you haven't got a patent here, so it's a little bit tricky. That patent law is built for big companies like Apple, and it's built for the rich to get rich. Uh, it's an absolute cost your fortune trying to do a patent. Um, if you ever wonder why things cost a fortune, there are these Kickstarters and that, patents and the design costs and tooling, all that is just insane. And the patent rules are just—it's just all about lawyers getting rich. And big companies, like Apple, have just teams of lawyers in there smashing patent after patent after patent, and then they own it because twelve hundred bucks, let's say fifty hundred grand per item, is nothing to them when they're worth a trillion dollars, they can patent pretty much everything they think of, so it's yeah, I thought it that sort of story reminded me of that, I went, "Oh, yeah, I know why, maybe they didn't patent it in a certain country, and Amazon's going, "You we will just make it there, so it's a bit of a scam, so be aware of that. Um, but not good by Amazon. It was like, pretty much blatant. I don't mind getting if you're gonna make cheap crap, but it, like make it even look like you didn't copy it 100%. It is a blatant copy. So yeah, it's pretty pretty terrible. Um, Nikon, some big stuff from Nikon. Um, <clears throat> they're saying, uh, well, the rumors are on DPR review that uh, one of the head honchos in Nikon came out an interview and said that they will be releasing a flagship. D6 replacement, mirrorless camera this year, high-res, stacked sensor, 8K support, uh, sometime mid to late this year, I'd say. So how that's going to go, they need something to sort of get them back up. We talked, I think, last week about that little one-inch sensor that for the cameras and phones and stuff that Nikon's uh, in the middle of developing and producing. So a flagship camera. Um, we all heard about the rumors about the R1, what that's going to have. Nikon's got to go up against that. So a stack sensor and this other stuff ain't really going to cut it. They're going to have to come out with something absolutely ridiculous to fight the fight against the Sonys and the Canons. Um, otherwise, they're going to be content with just being a little player like a Pentax or a um, or a Panasonic or someone like that and just understand that. So I guess it's hard. It's hard to stay up there with the big boys, They got the development teams and the costs and the money and all that stuff and the patents and all as we just talked about. But uh, pretty interesting, good to see them at least getting up there and having a crack. Can't wait to see what they bring out. Um, They do make fantastic color science in their cameras. They do make good cameras, they always have. They've just struggled the last few years, maybe 2021 is the time, the year they sort of bounce back and get a little bit of of something in their step and have another crack. So that'll be interesting to see, probably second half of this year. Now Elgato, if you haven't heard of Elgato, I've probably pronounced that wrong, Um, (coughs) gaming, streaming all that sort of stuff, they're huge in that. They make the video, so you can hook up to your cameras for streaming, uh, the the touchpad so you can do all your stuff like that. Um, very big company, uh, getting bigger and opening up to new products now. So they've got lights, now they've got their own microphones now for streaming, all dedicated towards streaming and, and pretty much a gaming sort of orientated company. Well, now they've got their own sound deadness that you can clip onto the wall and is pretty interesting because it, um, you can make your own and there's plenty of plenty of things on YouTube showing you how to make your own. But I thought it was quite handy because these have got little basically little hexagonal pads. Uh they've got two-stage uh sound deadener and you've got a little clip which you just uh with that like um command strip, put that on the wall, stick your little thing up here, put that and then stick it around your wall and make up a pad. Uh you get six in the kit that they Uh, sell you it's not going to be cheap i'll give you a hot tip (laughs) but it's very easy to do very easy to put up and then if you're talking and or streaming or you've got somewhere where you do a show like this it was very easy to place the pads and really deaden that sound to give you the best quality sound one thing i just can't do here because i can't stick stuff all over the walls in a in a mine site room is to do that uh, sound in there and it's a little bit tricky but once i get to the once we buy a new house and i get set up that's something I definitely want to do and try and fix that and get a lot better studio that I can talk in and not get so much reverb. Hopefully it's not too bad because I've got the uh, the mic from Rode, so there so we go. But uh, look, they look pretty good. Um, there's six panels and all your gear. It's 30, 30 grams per panel. They're about 50 centimeters by 50 centimeters, a little bit smaller, but roughly 50 by 50. So like a fairly decent panel. So you've got six of those. So nearly 300 mil long, 30 cent- or 300 centimetres long. So that's three metres. So it covers a fair bit of space. So that's not too bad. Um, now a hundred bucks US for that set. So if you spend a couple of hundred US dollars on it, say 300 bucks Australian, you could easily fit out your room and have a pretty good quality sound deadening uh, setup. So that's look something to look at. If you're not a DIY person, and you're just looking for something where you're doing a podcast or something like that at home and you just want something that, A, you're not drilling or, or any of that crap and you, you can't get rid of it in case you wanna sell it or you're renting. Especially if you're renting, this is a great idea because it's just those command strips on and off. Put it where you want it. If you wanna move rooms, it takes you half an hour and maybe five bucks worth of command strips. You don't have to get a whole new set of mounts. So look really, really cool. Go check it out at Elgato. Uh, they look pretty cool. And then, last but not least, a little something close to my heart, or, or probably my stomach. <laughs> it's probably not a good thing. Um, I love cooking. When I get home, it's again like photography. It's a little bit of a stress relief after what I do in my that daily job. Um, cooking's always good. Ovens important. Generally, they've just been an oven. Some of them you can buy that are separated. And got two two different ovens in the oven. Uh, well, Samsung's gone out of. Samsung now in the oven business and home appliance business, as you may not know, but uh, they've got this new dual cook flex oven, the NV6300. Uh, There's a video on YouTube, just go watch it. It's pretty darn cool what you can do with an oven. Basically, connect it to your phone, probably a Samsung device or Android. I don't know, I'm pretty sure it's not gonna work with an Apple, which is a bit of a shame. Maybe it does, fingers crossed, Um, but, You can control your whole oven with your phone. So you, before you get home, if you're running late from work and you want to chuck the oven on to chuck some chips in and just I don't know, whack a chicken Kiev in or something like that, stuff that I can before I get home, and then I can just jump in the shower. How about I'll turn the oven on the way home. Boop, 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 goes through your Wi-Fi network at home. The oven's connected to your Wi-Fi network. Bang, it turns it on, sets it up to the exact temperature for your chicken Kiev meal, which is in the in the recipes in your book. Uh, it'll even then tell the fridge uh, that what you're going to use out of the fridge because your fridge is going to have all the stuff with you, what you've bought and not bought each week. We're going into that future, but this oven is amazing because not only do you not have to open the whole door, you can open the bottom section to get the bottom level, um, and or you can open the top level. Now, it's not just a, like a separate partition. It can actually be all one oven. There's just basically a sliding tray in there, well, it's got fans on the top, fans down the bottom. What it does with that tray in the middle, uh, basically looks like it can separate and have different temperatures. So you can cook a pizza down the bottom and a roast up the top. Wow. Again, it's very hard to explain, but it looks really cool. And I guess it's realistically, it's the way of the future and, and ovens. Um, Technology is going into everything and home appliances and cooking are definitely looking down that barrel. So go check it out. I'm not sure of the cost. I've got to do a little bit of research because if we end up building a house, I might have to see if I get one of these. It looks pretty darn cool. Um, the way of the future. Very, very cool. And that's it. I've got a lot to do. Powers out. I still got to have a shower, and I want to get start getting these videos. I've got two videos, two videos to uh, upload tonight. So don't forget. After this show, I'll get this uploaded, and then it'll probably be another hour or so to upload the other video. So it'll take a little bit. Um, it's 30 minutes of 4K, so it's a big video. I'll shoot that up and you can go check that out. It's the first one with the Mini 2, the new drone, which is here, pow pow, with my little loom cube on there. Um, it does an amazing job, can't say enough about this amazing drone, so I hope you enjoy the footage. So I've got a beautiful spot, a uh, couple of beautiful spots where you'll see it. So uh, kick back, relax, uh, have a quiet night, can't watch it all tonight watch the rest of it tomorrow it is a big video i do apologize but there was just so much and i just couldn't take it out and i think it sort of gets ruined by splitting up a video into two parts it's sort of hard to come back and watch it i think it's better just to stop it and then come back and watch it the next day but go check it out it's uh i'm pretty happy and pretty proud that's why i named it after mum and uh yeah love your mum to all the mums out there Hope you uh, all have a lovely night. I'll see you all again tomorrow. we we'll you be going this way, that way. I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.